0: Don't worry people. We are still running and still going strong. Yeah, I apologize, I realised this week the um you know the episode's been late but uh just been running around man, just been busy, you know what I mean? Being living that tour guide life, you know. Um so yeah, just trying to find time to um sit and record. I was trying to do like um, you know, a group thing but Having problems with Mike, so I'm still working on that one, but yeah, there's still plenty to um still plenty to talk about, as always man you know um you know like uh I, I was looking at the news recently, and the Oscars have added a new film category, which is a little bit bizarre, and um, so. Uh, what? When were they gonna do this? Um, um, no. So, well, yeah, they've moved around the times. They've moved around the times, but I mean, you know, whatever, whatever. And the announcements. There's, you know, there's less time between the um, announcement of the nominees to the actual. Oscars themselves, but I think the craziest thing is, they. so the new category for an award is Best Achievement in Popular Film, which is like, what does that mean, you know what I mean, What, what, what does that mean in itself, Best Achievement in Popular Film? Because you've already got a Best Picture award So what are you calling an achievement? What is this achievement? You know what I mean? Are you just saying, like, the film that makes the most money that year wins this award? Like, what is? Because there's been plenty of things that have made a lot of money And are steaming piles of shit <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, look at some of these franchises that have been going on and on and on. Like the Transformers films are making a load of money. They are not great films. Sorry, Tash, but they're not. It's like the Fast and the Furious. Loads of money, not great films. You know. So what? So so what is the achievement for this? Award and also, what are you saying is a popular film? You know, what I mean? like, what is the criteria to say it's a popular film? Like, made by a big studio is it like a budget? Anything that spends over this amount is considered. A popular, you know, what I mean, within this category, like what is it? Like it made the, the award makes no sense whatsoever, and um, yeah, you know, but there's there's really kind of things that are kind of like people have mentioned. Like I I was reading about this on um Dark Horizon, and um, you know. I think uh, Gareth has pointed out that, like, the person that wins this award, it's kind of like getting a consolation, a prize. So, you know, you weren't good enough to make best picture, so here you go. You know, it's like the kid that finishes fourth, and this he still gets a medal. He she still gets a medal, you know? Just like, ugh, what the fuck is that, man? So yeah it's it's weird it's, its it's the oddest oddest thing, and then also a point that um, Gareth makes is the fact that all right so if um, you won this a best achievement in popular film, that effectively kind of ...stop you from getting... ...best picture... ...because you probably will not win both... ...that ain't... ...really gonna happen... ...so... ...yeah, it's just... ...it's not a good... It's, ...it's weird... ...it's weird... ...it'd be interesting to see... ...how long it sticks around for... ...you know what I mean... ...like, will they have it... Realize no one's feeling it... ...and then scrap it... ...like, yeah... ...who... The hell knows. Like a weird thing I did see, though, and well, another um, weird thing that I did see was that uh, the um, like one of the producers of the James Bond franchise films, Barbara Broccoli, has come out saying that. She thinks it's time for a non white James Bond, I you know, um now nah, I mean the story has come from different sources, so it's kinda like how true is this? You know what I mean? But The thing is, it's ridiculous, ridiculous, I I do not want a black James Bond, don't want a black James Bond, uh, yeah, I don't think it will work, and also, look, don't, don't brush me off with an, uh, you know, a a, a hand-me-down character. Don't do that, man. Like, you've James Bond has been white for all these years. Keep him white. Keep him as he is. Because think about it, you stupid idiots, man. Like, he's a 007, which means there are other agents. Like, we've already seen other agents. We've seen, like, Sean Bean was a 006. We've seen other agents, so what you do is you have a story. James is in trouble, so they oh well or you could go like they think James is crooked, so they've sent someone else in to help, but either way, like a double o six, a double o five, a double o eight, whatever whoever they appear, and they uh are part of this story. And they can, you know, you can have a black one, you could have an Indian one, you could have like a female one, you know, like they they're all agents. It's it's been shown that Money Penny used to be an agent in the field, so and we we you know she wasn't a 007. she wasn't James Bond so you know like yeah there's uh, there can be other there can be other double O's. so just do that you can introduce these characters like this over a, you know a few films and if people are responding to them roll it out then you can extend your franchise That's what you do You don't just change the main character Also think about it man If you've got a black 007 If you've got a black James Bond He ain't getting In a lot of countries (laughs) You know what I mean He's gonna start standing out In a lot of places So it's a bit ridiculous Unless you're gonna give him masks Like Friggin' Tom Cruise is using in Mission Impossible it's not gonna work it's not gonna work and they keep on throwing around Idris Elba he's too old now so let's just stop that bullshit he's too old like in the early days it would have worked possibly well no I mean it wouldn't have worked to James Bond but it would have worked seeing him in a role akin to that but, you know, he's been doing Lufa, and I feel he's good in Lufa, but not, yeah, well, he, you couldn't have him as a double O agent, it wouldn't work. You could have him as Q, but not, yeah, not an agent himself. And also, um, you know, the last season of Lufa wasn't as strong as the others, so you you can see that he's yeah I feel Idris is, is kind of slowing down a bit. So this ain't the role for him. It ain't the role for anyone. Keep it as it is and introduce a side double O. You know what I mean? Give James Bond a side piece that he's not sleeping with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do that. Yeah. Still, so, but yeah, just it's crazy, man. But, oh, you know, actually, that is a good, um, it reminds me of something that I can tell you about. Yeah, so, um, I, you know, as I've always said, look, if you're doing something and you're not getting any, um, you know, different results, you need to change what you're doing, so, instead of you know what I mean going after failed tries <laughs> I'm not you know I feel look there's no point going back on like match or eHarmony um so I, I was just like I was reading some article on um the BBC website I believe it was and it was just talking about dating and shit and they mentioned this app called Coffee and bagel. So I, yeah, I went on there. Um, Like, it's a bit odd, but you get sent so many matches a day. So in that respect, it's it's a bit similar to um, eHarmony. Um, but yeah, you get sent these matches, but there's less there's less information, you know. Um. And you just kind of If you like them you press pass If you don't you press decline And then that's it They go into the ether And then if the young lady matches It says she likes you Then you can start talking So that's where it works But every, every day you get like sent these messages Like um Hey why don't you meet your new bagel And I was like um. Mm. Why are you Referring to Ladies and Beagles It's a bit weird Because They're not the same Really Are they You know what I mean Well I don't know I guess they're both spreadable But um But yeah I guess They you know bagels also come in many different flavours um so yeah that's something they've got in common enjoy eating them both so there's that um and they've got a a big hole that comes in different sizes and you're fascinated about so I suppose in that (laughs) I suppose in that uh, effect bagels are similar to women fine I'm I apologise coffee and bagels You were right You were totally right (laughs) But um Yeah so I'm not being I think how long I ain't been using it for like a couple weeks Or something like that But yeah I did match up with a, A young lady And we went out last We went out on Sunday And um Yeah it was a fun It was a fun day so, what I th- thought I'd do I, um, I took her to, uh, Rooftop East in Stratford Because I'd always heard a few things about it But I'd never been myself And, um, actually, yeah, a couple of my friends They went on a date there And they said it was, a, you know, they, they had a lot of fun So, yeah, I figured, hey, we'll go there And, yeah, it's It's literally just, like, this, um... Big building. So, it's the... Across the road from the station in Stratford... You've got the the shopping centre... The, you know, not Westfield... But the old shopping centre... And it's on the top of that building. It's on its roof. So, they've got... Yeah, and they've got loads of different things. So, they've got, like, uh... Crazy golf... They've got bowls... Like, um lawn bowling lawn bowling yeah, bowls, lawn bowling they've got that they've also got a um, a slugging cage that, yeah if you want to try a hand at um, baseball you can do that so they've got that uh, what else did they have up there um Long, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're the permanent things, and they got some bars, they got bars, they had the a Mexican, um, street food thing, but, uh, so what we did, we, um, yeah, we had a round of crazy golf, which, uh, yeah, it was fun, and, you know, the thing is, you try and be a gentleman, and, you you don't want to... Show off or anything like that. But when. When they're so bad. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You should have seen some of the shots. She was pulling. It was crazy. But. Her being terrible. Did give us plenty to laugh about. So yeah. That was. That was cool. Then we just chilled. Had a drink up there, and yeah, it was a lot of fun, man, it was a, a lot of, I would highly recommend it, yeah, you know, if you're in the area, if you're around, go check out, um, Birdie's Crazy Golf, or, um, yeah, just go to Rooftop East and just chill, have have some fun, you know, they do other things there, like, like, I mean, like everywhere else, there, there's, um, they do a rooftop cinema up there every now and again and yoga so yeah if, uh, if you're in the vicinity yeah go, go check it out it's a, it's a good date and location I would say that but yeah take your date there and um, she he will be impressed unless they um they don't like crowds, and they don't like having fun. If that's the case, don't take him there. Just take your life. That's what I would say. Something that, um yeah, really, I think is good is, um, like, a lot of people have come out in support of rehiring James Gunn. Um, you know, like, uh, yeah, I think everyone realises, look, the tweets weren't good. They were over 10 years, like 11, 15 years or something old. They're old, so he's a different person now. And, like, everyone at Marvel have worked with him for over 10 years now. On these on these films, you know they, they're spending all this time with him, and they've seen his character. So you know, like at first it was all the cast came out, and you know have kind of been like they're making the films because of him. That's why they're there. That's why they re up their contracts. You know, Um... like Dean Batista. He's like, um, yeah. If if Gun doesn't come back, then he's probably done. He'll he'll see out his contract, and then that will be it. And I respect that. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. Now Marvel themselves have it is, yeah. I've, I've read Marvel have approached Disney to ask them if they can rehire Gun and, um, yeah, I think that's good, man, I think that's good, like, um, a lot of, um, a lot of other studios have supposedly showed interest in hiring him as well, because they've seen what he's done, so they know he's good, he's good at his job, um, you know, like, but if all doesn't work out, and, like, these other studios don't employ him, I do believe the Catholic Church, um, um, have a place for him. <laughs> they they've got a, some films they want him to direct. <laughs> but um yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 good. It's a it's a good thing, you know. It's kind of showing that that we can grow. You know, it, it we're not writing everyone off for mistakes that have been done in the past. We you know, it's about Being able to have an opportunity to prove who you are. To show you've grown as a person. And to make positive moves in your life. So. You know. uh, I'm, I'm sure. Something will come of. You know. He'll do something to. Make amends. In some way. Like do some voluntary work for a charity or a project or something something. But um. Yeah, I think this this is definitely interesting, it's definitely positive. But, as we all know, Marvel is owned by Disney. So, essentially, it's still up to Disney. Um, you know, because, like, if they do rehire him, they might feel that they've lost face so, it, yes, yeah, it's, it's one of these tricky situations, you know, um, but it'll be interesting, it'll be interesting, I, uh, like, um, I, yeah, there's, I, 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 I checked this out on, um, the first place I saw this story was Dark Horizon, and it's now all over the place, but, uh, yeah, Gareth mentions that um, a big factor could be Chris Pratt's schedule, because he's got loads of films that he has to start working on soon, so if this, if Guardians Volume 3 gets pushed back they've missed their slot, so it it wouldn't be able to come out most likely at in the window and the Date that um, Disney has allotted it. You know, you bring in a new director. They've got to make. They want to make changes. They want to, you know, maybe alter the script and have to get up to speed on everything, bring in the people. So yeah, it, it delays everything. So that could be another big factor for Disney rehiring Gun but. Yeah, as I said, look, it'll be an interesting thing, it'll be, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what, um, we'll see what happens, but, yeah, that does, um, does fit in with, uh, this week's reviews, so, um, yeah, let me, um, I'll, uh, give you the lowdown of the films, books and comics that I've been reading. How fun hey, oh lucky you Um you know the week was looking busy so you know I wanted to see Ant-Man and Wasp but I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do it So I decided to rent out um, the Jurassic Park film uh, Fallen Kingdom, didn't have a chance to see it in the cinema but um, a good few people told me that they thought it was really good, that, you know, they felt it was better than um, Jurassic World. So I figured, yeah, all right, let's give it a go, you know, see what the buzz is. Um, I don't know, I think sometimes you have to, you, you are um, kind of pulled to a film by the way it starts, and kind of the way this one started was just a bit um, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you know, ain't gonna lie, gotta say it, it is, yeah, just ridiculous. You know, you had these dudes on the island trying to get samples. But they, but the big thing is they were acting like they'd not heard that um, there are dinosaurs loose on the island. You know what I mean? They're they're just all being a bit all nonchalant and just like, oh well, you know, bum bum bum. Hey, let's go and pick that up. I'm just gonna not pay attention to my surroundings. And then when people are waving and shouting at you, and you're on that island. You 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 must kind of figure something's coming. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. But you know, my mind's just like, hey, I can't hear you. Oh, what's going on? I don't know. Oh dear, I'm oblivious to everything that's around me. Huh, you're like, frankly, deserves to die. Deserves to die. It's just Darwin's way of cleaning out the gene pool because he's an ass, and he doesn't deserve to be alive. Frankly, yeah. But that, just that opening bit, just seeing this ridiculousness, you're just like, really. What really That's that's what you're, you're That's what you're, you're trying to lead me Into Th- This is the thing That's gonna be like ooh, this is amazing I gotta watch more no No if you open a film like That I'm gonna call bullshit And I'm Not engaged yeah And you have to do something Big to bring me back and unfortunately, it didn't. Like I have to say, when you first like Chris Pratt was Chris Pratt was all right in it. You know, what I mean, he, he's he's kind of got that charisma on screen that makes you go, okay, yeah, he's funny. He's a funny dude. I could watch him. You know, what I
1: mean, and uh, you know,
0: like he's he's proven his worth. Like killing it as Star Lord. Uh, yeah and, and he's done well in other things Park and wreck You know what I mean So we know what he can do And he, he basically always delivers Um, But yeah There's other bits that are just Ugh Like They bring in A couple of doctors That help on the island And it's just those typical doctors Like to be honest they were basically the same as the doctors that went to the island on Kong, you know. The only difference is, um, was the ethnic, ethnic 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 the the race of the girl that that was the difference, that was the only difference, really. The rest of it was just the same, and it's just the way they're acting, it's just like. <sighs> You know, you try and but it's like false comic relief but just stupid. Again, it's that kind of like oh I don't really know what I'm doing here. Like, yes you do know what you're doing here. You know exactly what this is, so let's not act the fool, right? It's just just a bit it can be a bit much, you know. And the, uh... You know, the, the the trifactor... Of ridiculousness... Is always the kid... It's always the kid, man... Why are you having kids involved in this shit? There's, I don't believe it... The only reason a kid should be in a film like this... Is dessert... Basically... Because they should be... And they should die... Because there's no way the kid would react... Well, to that situation, so if they're not going to react well, they're getting eaten. That's it, you know. What I mean, like you had the kid traversing this roof, walking along this edge, but the kid is meant to be shook, you know. What I mean, so the kid is shook, but it's able to climb it. The- no. no, 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 no. If when kids get scared, kids get reckless. So you can't convince me that a stupid little kid is able to walk along some narrow ass ledge, reach around, grab a thing, pull itself around, and all of this business ain't gonna happen, you know. So yeah, you just had all this, and but the, like one of the craziest elements of the story was we're gonna weaponize dinosaur. We're gonna strap some guns to their back... And send them into the war zone... he you like... But we had tanks... Why the fuck are you gonna put... Shit onto a dinosaur... When... We had tanks... Because... You know... You hit a dinosaur with... A, like... One of our big guns... Like... You know... A shell or something... They step on a mine... They're getting killed straight away. So they're dying straight away. So all you'd have to do is set your guns up and just blaze. And they're just done. Like a tank has armor... You know, it's got armor shielding. So it it can deflect some shit. So if you were going to do anything... You'd invent drone tanks. Or just drones in general... I mean like this week A drone went after a, uh, That that dude in Ecuador I say dude in Ecuador The Prime Minister President whatever they were calling my man They went after him You know what I mean That just shows um, The the, the ridiculous of Let's put guns on a dinosaur Jesus man What the fuck You know what I mean Come on now He's just like I I I be I, I ask if anyone anyone was sold by that because I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. But essentially this film was just a bridging movie for the last film. Because the way you know you're you're like shipping these dinosaurs off the people that have won them in some auction bid. So, you then it's just like dinosaurs in the wild. And then there's all these shots like people surfing and a big dinosaur surfing underneath them. Like, oh, okay, okay. But the crazy thing is, there was already dinosaurs in the wild. Because if you remember at the end of Jurassic Park 3, you had the pterodactyl flying off into the distance. So, there was already dinosaurs off in the wild. And then you have the girl, again, cannon fodder, dessert. She presses a button that sets a lot of this shit off. And no one said to her, no one turned to the girl and was like, what the fuck did you do? Everyone's just like, oh. Oh, not oh, not oh. Oh. I, I think in this situation, you're warranted to shout at that stupid child. See, notice I didn't say hit. I'm just saying shout. Because she got to learn. You know what I mean? I, mean, I oof, say she's got to learn. She's probably going to die soon. Because there's dinosaurs now in the friggin' wild. Oy. I don't know. Like... I guess there were some good shots You know There were some good moments That Barona Had in the film Like I think one of the creepiest moments Was with the dinosaur Going for the girl in the bed And pulling the sheet. It was highly ridiculous But it was creepy But yeah I don't know I don't know it's not a great film It really isn't a great film You have like an old guy in a wheelchair You knew he was getting murked It's like, oh, I'm going to try and tell these people off uh, They've hoodwinked me Oh no, oh yes, I'm mean, surely they're going to listen to an old guy in a wheelchair Yes, I'm going to have my way with this Mm-hmm, okay We don't see what you're doing with this one I like yeah I I don't hold any any faith that the third will be a great film that will redeem all the bullshit but you know I guess all you can do is um, wait and see wait and see but if you I, I'd say if you haven't seen this film I wouldn't say see it but unless unless you've enjoyed every other instalment. If you've enjoyed every other instalment, then you'll probably like this one. So um yeah, take that what it is. So reading wise, um it's been a it's been a mixed bag, but on the most part things have been good. You know, I, I wanted to find. Yeah, I couldn't make up my mind what book to read, so I wanted to do something just easy, light, uh, while I was thinking. And um, yeah, the great thing about Audible is they have a daily sa- they always have a daily sale. They have a daily sale, and the books are usually one ninety nine or two ninety nine. On an odd occasion, they might be three ninety nine, but that's very rare. So, you know, I picked up so many really good books, really cheap. And then on top of that, there's usually a weekly sale of some sort. You know, f- f- three for two, two for one. Um, yeah, five ninety nine, 99 Yeah, just all manner of things, 30% off. Um, but yeah, so in one of these sales, I just picked up some book that I figured, yeah, it'd probably just be light. It will probably be like um sushi for beginners, you know something like that. it was called the list um by joanna Belluri i think so like b o l o u r i something like that, so I picked it up um because i believe it is one ninety nine um may or maybe more i forget, but um yeah i just hated it so much it was so bad so so bad um yeah so it was, i can't remember did i say it was called the list um and it was about this single woman like taking uh charge of a life kind of thing And so, she was looking to, like, do something good, and she wanted to have, um, you know, some good experiences. So, she made a list, and then went out to get those experiences, and it, yeah, it was just, just dreadful. It was just dreadful. But, the incredible thing about being an Audible member is... If there's a book that you do not like, you cannot just work with, you can tell them and they will give you a refund. So that was incredible. So, yep, yeah, got a refund and that was very thankful because, yeah, it was a dreadful, dreadful book. But I then picked up something that was very, I really enjoyed. It was called The Murder Bag, and it's by Tony Parsons, uh, and it's the first book in his Max Wolf series, uh, so it's like a, it's a, it's a crime series, um, and what does it say, I will, I will let you know what it says, um, 20 years ago, seven rich, privileged students became friends at their exclusive private school, Pottersfield. Now they have started dying in the most violent way imaginable. Detective Max wolf has recently arrived in the Homicide Division of London's West End Central, 27 Savile Row. Soon... He is following the bloody trail from the back streets and bright lights of the city to the darkest corners of the internet and all the way to the corridors of power. As the bodies pile up, Max finds the killer's reach getting closer to everything and everyone he loves. Soon he is fighting not only for justice, but for his own life. Now, that's a description, right? So you read that, you're thinking, oh my god, what's gonna happen? And the book is gripping. You're all the way through, you're like, oh, what's gonna happen now? What's, oh, what's he gonna do? Oh, you know, like, do I guess who the killer is? And um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I believe there's three more of his books on Audible. So uh, yeah, I will be checking those. Well, I've already checked the second book out. Tell the truth, I think it, that was called the Hangman, um, and that was really good. I didn't realize it was a second book, but yeah, this is the f- the first book was great, um, and you could have done the second book without reading the first book, so it's all right. But uh, yeah, definitely, I'm um, gonna check out the third book. Looking forward to that. Uh, but it wasn't just um, books. I did some comics as well. Uh, so I did a series called Anna Mercury, that's from Avatar, and it's uh, written by Warren Ellis, and you know, Warren Ellis, he is a uh, he's a storyteller man. You know, he's a genius storyteller. You he can usually find some original take on something, and he comes up with the most compelling ideas and ingenious ways to um get from A to B. Uh, so yeah, there was this um so I did this series called Anna Mercury and um what's it say? This is the synopsis on comicsology. Warren Ellis introduces you to the sultry Anna Mercury in this all new sci-fi series, dancing amid the spires of a city called New Altaxia. There is a woman who can cloud men's minds, leap across buildings as if weightless, unerringly fire twin automatic pistols in the most insane conditions and disappear in a crowded room. She fights against the political repression of an inane ugh, technocratic society and she comes from a place that no one in Nualaxia has ever heard of. And she's got one hour to save the city from itself. A high octane blend of the Shadow Tomb Raider, retro punk science fiction, and a 21st century weird pulp action. Anna Mercury is he- a headlong adventure serial about a beautiful mysterious spy adventurer who is not what she seems. And um, yeah, it is all that. It's very fun. Um, Kind of, yeah, an an interesting kind of new take on travel Yeah, I guess we can say travel Uh, But you're, um, mm, yeah, you you definitely are engaged throughout the series And left thinking, yeah, I could hear about more adventures I believe there's a a volume 2 um, so that's good, but this is, it was five issues, um, and, um, yeah, it, it's a lot of action, uh, a lot of weird science, as, uh, Ellis does, you know, um, he's, got, you know, is is I guess he, he could be on the lines of, if you like, someone like Alistair Reynolds, or Peter F. Hamilton, um, in the, the literary, literary, uh, sense, you know, if you enjoy their books, I think you probably enjoy Warren Ellis, uh, the way he writes, the way he incorporates science a lot into the things he does, the way he compels action and characters, you know, he builds up a character world, he, like, breathes life into a, uh... You know, a, a a a kingdom. You know, he, he kingdom builds, world builds, and all of that. You know, so um, yeah, it was, it was fun. So if you, uh, you know, if you, you see the issues out, or if you, if you're on Comicsology, yeah, you know, I'd I'd say pick it up. It's an enjoyable read, and especially if you're a fan of Warren Ellis, you won't be let down. But, yeah, that was the reading of this week. Well, I think that is it for another week, man. Um, yeah, you know, uh, there should be some fun stuff next week. I will probably check out Ant-Man and Wasp. So there will be that to talk about, um and been writing some jokes in my in the free moments I've had this week so I'm gonna see if I can find a slot somewhere next week so that should be cool hopefully <laughs> you never know how that can go but uh yeah we will we will see um and uh yeah I'm, I'm gonna try and um I'll, I'll recap everything that's happened this week next week uh, just work out a way that we could possibly tape that, but uh, yeah, you know, see how it goes. But anyway, it looks like the um, the weather's cooling down, which is such a relief, man. Such a relief because boy, the beginning of this week is was just horrible, it was so hot. But I will say, the thing that the is um yeah has been has been good. Like me undies are the most un- comfortable underwear ever going, most comfortable underwear. And what they say in the tin, that's what they do because yo you could be ridiculously hot. You know what I mean? You're sweaty. It's just not nice. But yeah, like the, the you know it pulls moisture away. They're just comfy as hell. And um, they, they look good, man. Yeah. So, boy, if you haven't um, checked them out, I would highly say check out me MeUndies. And, um, yeah, on that thoughtful, you know, pretty world-changing piece of information, I'm out, people. Enjoy your week, and I will catch you... Catch you next week, and next week, podcast will be out earlier, it will, it will most likely be Wednesday, okay, alright, take it easy.